Hey, you guys. Welcome back to the Obsessed Podcast. Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas! And a Happy New Year. <laughs> and Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Hanukkah. Or Let's just, just say, say Merry Everything. <laughs> okay, okay. Merry Everything, you guys. <laughs> okay. We have, a, we have a super extra festive, uh, super, a super Nova extra extravaganza today. And I really hope you guys like it because I think it's so cute. And it's really harping back to old school Love Life Mariah Carey days. And we're going to have The Christmas Princess book read along. And we hope you enjoy. This is our Christmas gift to you, Lambs. Thank you so much for listening to us this year. We hope you enjoyed everything festive about these holidays. And thank you for continuing to listen to us. We're so very grateful. Yes, guys. Thank you so much for your continued support over the years. It means so much to us. So Merry Christmas. Merry everything. And here is our gift to you. Dear little Mariah, you are a wonderful, one-of-a-kind wonder. I know you may not feel that way right now because you don't have a normal name like Katie or Julie. And most people don't even know how to pronounce Mariah, though it's not even that hard. I know a lot of people put you down because of your clothes, your house, your hair, and try to make you feel other, that they are better than you are and you are less than who you are. But I want to tell you this truth. No matter what things look like now, you are worthy and deserving of the attention, love, protection, care, conditioner, and fancy dresses in the whole wide world. I'm so proud of how you have held on to your faith no matter what. And because of your faith and pure heart, you will move past the mean people and get through the scary stuff and will grow up to have more than you ever could have ever imagined. You will spread the spirit of Christmas all over the land for all time. Love, Mariah. P.S. Multitudes of people will not only know how to pronounce your name, they will actually name little girls after you. Once time was upon little Mariah, she was too young to tell time. It's true. But old timey time was always telling her what to do. Time to get up, Mariah Pavarotti, a.k.a. Mike the Bird. Her mother's two-faced, two-toned parrot would loudly squawk, la, 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 mother, la diva, sang right after him in her rich mezzo-soprano voice. You see, she really preferred not to talk. Little Mariah, her operatic mother, and the double-dealing bird lived in a saggy, wobbly, bubbly brick little shack surrounded by a wild wood at the end of a narrow, rocky road. It was totally misplaced in a fancy neighborhood. There was a grand white house with black shutters high up on a hill. The shack sat sadly in the valley below. It looked like something the big house spit out because it was ill. It was pretty dreary inside. The white lace curtains were dusty and dingy. Nothing in there was new. The walls were warped and wavy, so all the pictures were slightly askew. An old, bumpy, lumpy, grimy and grim red carpet full of fleas covered the creaky, squeaky floor. A shabby, fidgety, three-legged blue corduroy couch that rocked and faced a lockless door. In the middle of the rundown dwelling was an unsteady flight of wooden stairs with rickety rails. Little Mariah had to watch where she stepped and had to beware of pesky little nails. 
popping out of nowhere, snagging her stockings, pricking her pinky toe, then snickering when they were done. Pesky snickering nails and the stairs with rickety rails really was no fun. One brilliant spot inside the dank, shaky shack was an old golden brown upright piano, elegant, solid, and bright, whose black and white keys held all the hopes and possibilities of music, joy, and light. Sitting on the bench humming a marvelous melody written in her mind was the one place in the world where Mariah felt she belonged and was all right. Mariah, time to brush their hair. Pavarotti, a.k.a. Mike the Bird, screeched, perched atop Mother Lediva's head, displaying his vibrant hues of yellow, blue, and green like a bright balloon. La 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 la, she sang in response in a most dramatic tune. She'd run and fetch her mother's big silver brush, which she liked very much. The bristles were the color of sweet cream and soft to the touch, Mother Lediva's hair was long and super thick. Precariously, little Mariah stood on the back of the three-legged couch to help reach her scalp because Lediva insisted her luxurious tresses were flawlessly placed, smooth and slick. On the other hand, little Mariah's hair was a wild, thick garden of straight, curly, frizzy, wavy, and wiry strands with naughty, naughty knots underneath going every which away. Never ever was it tended to, nary a detangling moment, and, of course, she never had a special hair washing day. Little Mariah slept in a tiny attic room with a crooked roof too small to stand up in. She had so few things to call her own. Her special notebook of songs and cuddles the teddy bear, but she never complained about her cramped circumstances. Besides, she was pretty thin. Little Mariah never wore a coordinating outfit. She only had three random shirts, one checkered skirt, some mixed match striped stockings. Yep, that's about it. Except for some hand-me-down old ankle boots with a hole in the left toe. Her one treasure, a red coat that once belonged to her beloved Nana. It had tattered patches and unraveling threads, but was oh so cheerful against the glistening white snow. Time to clean the birdcage, Mariah, squeaked Pavarotti, a.k.a. Mike the Bird, from his gray, shadowy side. This was her most dreaded stinky, sticky chore. A clothespin on her nose, she quickly scooped out the smelly mush. Yuck! It made her totally want to scream and hide. Little Mariah didn't much like the lonely work she did in the shack. No one gave her a hand or talked to her. Just her mother's hypocritical bird who only squawked back. But there was one time, unlike any other, when everyone pitched in and helped one another. Christmas time! Mariah, her mother, and the bird would sweep, dust, and shake out the bugs. They straightened out the pictures and scrubbed the filthy red rug. They spruced up the windows and rickety rails with holly and fresh pine and polished the piano so good it made the whole room shine. Little Mariah hummed, decked the halls as she strung popcorn and cranberries and taped paper snowflakes to the wobbly walls. La, 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 la. Mother Ladiva joyfully chimed in, and at Christmas time, singing instead of talking wasn't weird at all. As a matter of fact, Mother Ladiva got quite festive, putting hot cocoa in mugs with marshmallows on top and placing an enchanting advent calendar on the piano where chocolate treats were hidden behind flippity flaps that flocked. 
Mother Ladiva often left to sing for their supper, leaving little Mariah in the shack with no luck, alone and insecure. One of the reasons little Mariah loved Christmas time so much was because her mother was home a little more. But one Christmas night, her mother went to the store to buy some candy canes, and that's when double trouble hit the door. In the grand white house high up on the hill lived a fancy family from France. They spoke with odd English accents, which was weird, but appeared pretty perfect at first glance. The mother, father, brother and sister all had piercing blue eyes, plus a bunch of cats. The parents were aloof collectively, the cats were smelly and the kids were brats. The boy thought he was a rock star though he couldn't play guitar or sing, but he kind of looked like one. His hair was glossy blonde, precisely cut like feathers on a partridge wing. He wore a denim jacket with buttons and skulls with a hip-hop band t-shirt underneath. And in the back pocket of his crisp blue jeans, he kept a menacing comb with very fine and sharp teeth. The girl dressed in the cutest, newest clothes with light brown freckles that speckled her clean, milky face. She had fringe bangs and incredibly long, straight golden hair that she swished, swooshed, and flippantly flipped all over the place. The boy and the girl were bigger, cooler, and richer than Mariah, and secretly teased her about her shabby shack, hapless hair, and tacky tatters. Most of the time, they would break her down, because she had her own special music. To her, that's all that matters. But this wintry Christmas night, when Mother Ladiva was out, the boy and girl burst into the shack and started to laugh and shout. Look at your silly cheap paper and popcorn decorations. And what's the ugly calendar on your dumb piano all about? The boy whipped out his scary comb and glided it through his hair. And when he got near his ear, the teeth became fangs and whispered, go kick over that pitiful Christmas tree over there. The boy did as the comb ordered, giggling with such delight. When the girl flipped her long, heavy hair and it whipped around the room like a tornado, destroying everything in sight while Mariah shook with a fright. She scampered and took cover under the tiny kitchen table and sang in a whisper whistle to herself in order to feel stable. The boy pointed his pointy comb at her and yelled, Little Mariah's song sucks. She's a little loser. Ha! That's her new label. Little loser, little loser, chimed the sister and brother. Little Mariah kept singing higher and higher, hugging her knees with one hand and closing her ear with the other. She peeped her head out and through the yelling and mayhem, looked towards the window and saw the lace curtains dancing. But wait, what's really happening? Could it be so? Snowflakes were twinkling, flittering and prancing. It's snowing, she exclaimed, her eyes twinkling bright, and I didn't even wish for snow on this Christmas night. Little Mariah scurried and grabbed her coat off the crooked hook, flung open the door, squealed, and swirled out into the night while nobody looked. She ran and ran, letting the frosty fresh air kiss her cheeks, rosy to match her red coat, and the snowflakes catching her haphazard hair where they would glitter, glisten, and float. She rushed through trees in the backyards of the big houses, leaving all the chaos behind in the little shack, and didn't stop until she was deep into the mysterious wild woods before she could even look back. She came upon a pristine clearing, lay down on the sparkling white soft blanket, her heart cheering, and waved her arms and legs to make an angel of snow. Underneath the stars, little Mariah looked up into the dark sky. The more she moved her little limbs, the more the stars started to grow and glow. As the snow fell on her face and lashes, 
She blinked her eyes. The next thing she saw, the star turned into snowflakes that looked like fairies that looked like butterflies. Little Mariah broke out into a high-pitched song at the very sight. The snowflake butterfly fairies were luminous, glorious, and none of them even looked or danced alike. They pirouetted Cabbage Patch and Bugaloo to her exquisite tune. The trees, moss, mushrooms, all the woods began to bust a move, even the dazzling full moon. As the snowflake butterfly fairies danced around, fantastical ornaments flew from their wings onto the trees made from snow, scooped up from the ground. From their sweet fairy breath, they blew out silver garlands, glassy icicles, and magical crystals, decorating the gnarly limbs and pointy needles. So enchanted by their beauty, little Mariah followed the fairies. As they flickered and flew, she twirled and tweedled. The fairies flew faster, deeper into the woods, and out of little Mariah's sight. She was lost and scared, surrounded by a daunting forest and the dark darkness of night. She aimlessly roamed between the big old trees. Far off in the distance, she heard a deep murmur of cantankerous voices. Little Mariah didn't know where she was, so what were her choices? The scary sounds grew closer and louder. So frightened, little Mariah ran blindly as fast as she could until she stumbled and stubbed her toe on what she thought was a piece of wood. As she bent down to tuck her stocking back in the hole in her boot, she touched a radiant, beaming, heart-shaped stone. It completely enchanted her, so she hurriedly put it in her coat pocket and sang like a flute. Before she knew it, she was encircled by a gang of bullies in drab green uniforms and camouflaged in ice. It was the notorious Shamey Shame boys, blah, blah, blah. They vehemently chanted at little Mariah. These boys were not at all nice. They threw fireballs at beautiful, wise old trees just to watch them burn. The Shamey Shame boys didn't like anyone who wasn't just like them. Worst of all, they didn't like to read or learn. Little Mariah was so terrified that she took the stone out of her pocket, sang, and held it tight against her chest like a locket. A brilliant beam of light shot out of the rock and through her heart. She followed the glow and all her fear disappeared. That was the best part. The light stopped at a moist, mossy tree stump with a big, really old book sitting on top of it. The cover was bedazzled, bejeweled, and in the middle, a heart-shaped hole. Still clutching the stone, little Mariah put it in, and behold. A perfect fit! The shamey shame boys caught up with little Mariah, and as they began to blurt out a nasty blah, they saw the magical book, and all they could say was, ah. The vibrant light coming from their heart started to melt their hard ice. What was revealed was that they were really just a group of fearful little boys, and some of them were even made of sugar and spice. Then the book opened, the pages flipped and flurried, and out came diamond-dusted dust, and the magnificent butterfly Fairy Queen emerged from the sparkly gust. She summoned the fairies and guided them to gather all the gems and crystals on the ground and spin them into a big ring to put on little Mariah's head like a crown. For your perfectly pure songs from the heart, I hereby declare you the Christmas princess, the beautiful butterfly fairy queen sang. Yes, little Mariah is the Christmas princess, shouted the boys gleefully, who were now a pretty colourful gang. Butterfly Fairy Queen led them all through the woods with fairies in tow, back to the shack, which was now perfectly straight and decorated with candles, every window aglow. 
Mother Ladiva and Pavarotti were on the porch, each wearing a fancy red velvet Santa hat. But what really made their ensembles festive were their merry smiles, and nothing says Christmas more than that. The golden piano came rolling outside. The queen beckoned little Mariah to sit and play. All of a sudden, the cats came down the hill on a perfumed sleigh. She happily plucked ding, 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 a ding, a ding, 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 a ding, a The folks from the big houses came around to the shack to sing, and everybody harmoniously got along as they sang Little Mariah's joyous Christmas song. All I want for Christmas is you. Lambs, thank you guys so much for listening to us this year and this Christmas season. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much for you guys' continued support, your messages, your love. Um, we feel it. We love you so much, Lamely. Like, literally, this year has been crazy. We've seen so much growth in the podcast this year and this season of the show. And we just want to say thank you so much for listening and happy holidays uh, from us to you. Merry Christmas, you guys, and a happy new year. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast. Don't forget to follow us on all social media platforms at The Obsessed Podcast. And we will be back with new content in 2023. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. See you next year. Merry Christmas, Lambs. Bye.